It's all about the vibes right now, am I right? What up, Dub Nation, to another episode of the Catch and Dubs podcast. We're your host, I'm Ethan, with my Splash Bro co-host, Zach. I mean, there was that little running joke on Twitter now, is about like, we're not chasing wins, it's all about the vibes, and I kind of felt that with the vibes in the <laughs> in the first quarter of the 76ers game, my guy. Yeah, What's the your thought? very good, just to be honest with everyone. They're 22 and 22, and they're... And- and their head coach, Steve Kerr, said it earlier in the year, we're not chasing wins. And the Warriors showed that tonight against the Sixers. Oh, my. Gave us a little tease in the third quarter. Came down 24. Took the lead. Let the foot off the gas pedal a little bit. Sixers came back in. Warriors had, like, 11 points in the fourth quarter. And another Warriors loss. Let's no, get it, it. It's not really surprising anymore, but it's just, it is what it is. Um, as always, to our new listeners, thank you. Um, welcome to the show. We're just two dudes who love the Splash Bros, and we just talk all things Warriors. And to our current listeners, thank you all for the support. We really appreciate it. And the trade deadline is up and coming. So without further ado, let's get started, my guy. All right, so the Warriors, uh, we have three games to recap. Warriors played the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Steph was out for all three games as he was recovering from his tailbone contusion uh, that he suffered um, in Houston. Uh, first part, first game of back-to-back against the Grizzlies, quite surprising. Andrew Wiggins, 40 points, baby. Yeah. Increase that trade value. Increase that trade value. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins is increasing his trade value for the summer when the Bob Myers uh, brings Bradley Beal home to the to the Bay. Um, Man, I'm getting way too optimistic about that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think it was a good game all around without Steph, Wiseman, and Pascal. Um, Jordan Poole um, is the best first round pick for best first round pick the Warriors have ever drafted since 2015. And that is a fact. Um, I think the Warriors got a good dynamic duo to build around once Steph Clay and Draymond retire. James Wiseman and Jordan Poole, I'm certain. Um, those are my thoughts in the first game. And then the second game. Um, it kept I it think, like scrappy. Yeah, I'm know? surprised actually the Warriors were in both of these games without Steph Curry. I mean, yeah, I was surprised I think, too. I was also a little surprised that the Grizzlies didn't pull away in either of these games. I thought, but honestly, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, that first that, that first game, that yeah. first game, everyone played pretty well. You got Jordan Poole and then Damian Lee. Sorry to cut you off, but um, they played pretty well. So I mean, they kind of pulled away. I mean, they were up like twenty mostly, like third quarter, I think. So, um, yeah, and then of course the second Grizzlies game, um, just. I mean, bad shooting from Wiggins and Ubre. Not a surprise, but it's just we take it out how it is. Um, just kind of, I think they were like close the entire game, um, but then I think with like three minutes left, I think the Grizzlies just started to pull away. Uh, we just couldn't execute. I think there was a play, uh, Zach. You remember we were down five, right? And then we, Wiggins drove. Uh, yeah, that's, brought up the ball. Yeah, that's exact. That's that was the. 
and he got trapped in the in the corner of the half court and Steve Kerr standing there, hands in his pocket, not even trying to call a timeout. I mean, as honestly, we said, you can do it both ways. Andrew Wiggins is in that position. He honestly that's true. Should call a timeout. I mean, you're an NBA basketball player. I don't think it's not like middle school. You're not supposed to rely on the coach to call a timeout. You're, you're put in that That's position. And you got to make a smart basketball decision. You're supposed to call a timeout, and he didn't do that. And Instead, he threw away the ball, and then it cost him uh, exactly. two points to be up seven, I think. I don't know. See you later. <laughs> um, Ship him out of here. <laughs> exactly. Ship him out. I'm, no offense to Andrew Wiggins, as he's a Canadian, and I'm also – Canadian, but Canadian American dual citizen. Um, but I mean, just he's so inconsistent and takes up way too much cap room. So I think we just it'd be perfect to move for Bradley Beal, ship him and Eric Pascal on a first round pick, two first round picks if needed. Yeah, um, Bradley Beal. Bring Bradley Beal to the bay and watch the light some fireworks. Yeah, exactly. Watch the Warriors <laughs> win a couple more titles, but you know that's being overly optimistic. I hope that happens, but we'll see what the Warriors do. And speaking of trades, uh, trade deadlines this week, and we'll talk about that later in this episode. Um, so to get to tonight, the Warriors played the Seventy Sixers. No stuff oh, again. Oh yeah, here we go. James Wiseman and Eric Pascal are back. Eric Pascal was not. Did not get any minutes, though. Um, Big Jim was let out of the doghouse, though. Um, he was put in the starting lineup for the first time since, since all the way back in January, I think. Yeah, I think so. Probably um, early. And Steve Kerr January. made a bold yeah. statement saying that Big Jim, James Wiseman, will be starting the rest of the way. Yeah, it's great for James's development, great for a he team that's struggle, not chasing though. wins. He did struggle um, a little bit. Yeah, he also did struggle. Uh, once I mean, again, he was also coming back. So yeah, once again, the narrative of the Warrior season um, being down by 15 at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, I was like, it was over. It was like um, down 20, and I was like, fudge, man! Like, I'm not gonna deal with this anymore. I like, I tuned out, and I'm like, and I looked on my phone. They were like down three, and I'm like, okay, you know, they're the Zach told me this. So like, they're teasing us a little bit. They're teasing us. <laughs> Yeah, I love Steve Kerr giving me a little good tease. That was that was a weird comment, but it's okay. Um, yeah, they actually came back from the game. Um, I think they were their biggest lead was like six points, and then in the fourth quarter it all collapsed. They had eight turnovers in a couple eleven minutes points. span, and then eleven fourth quarter points. Yeah, I mean probably no. Shoot, I gotta stop it with the Steve Kerr slander. Um, it was just a rough night. What's rough second? I mean, it's it just was rough, rough night all around, half. except for the third quarter. Yeah, except for the third half, quarter, and then the third quarter was pretty good, and then it went downhill into the fourth quarter. Um, Kelly Oubre is once again increasing his trade value. Um, and let's get into speaking of trade value. Let's get into the trade deadline, yeah, which is yeah. on Thursday, I believe. Yeah, I think so. But, but before we go into the trade deadline, here's a word from our sponsor. So the trade deadline, Thursday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Get ready. You're going to listen. To, you're going to get a lot of Woj bombs. And are they sham bombs or? 
I don't know. It's I think it's Woj bombs, but Shams like does it like sometimes before before Shams Woj is a sometimes. little spoiler, man. He's a little spoiler. Yeah, he did it with the draft, uh yeah. the NBA yeah. draft Damn and Shams. the all-star draft. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but you know, um, we wouldn't be expecting moves to come on until probably Thursday. Like yeah, probably Wednesday and Thursday though. Yeah. For that. I don't uh, think Wednesday for like big moves. I think Thursday is when the big, big moves are gonna come come into play. Yeah, when but, I finally um, get the alert that Bradley Beal's been traded to the Golden State. <laughs> nah, that probably won't happen. That'll happen during the offseason. I can't get my hopes up for that. Um, so what do we expect? I think the Warriors being cautious about Steph Curry gives me a hint that they're going to develop and they're not really going to go all in this year because once again, they will use, we don't have clay Thompson as an excuse. We're Um, not chasing wins, Zach. We're not chasing wins. There's a bunch of names that have floated, floated around. There's a lot of analysts who think some people, some players who go into the Warriors, don't know where they're getting their sources from but knowing this front office i highly doubt that's going to happen i need to stop with the front office and steve kerslander because it's unacceptable um so let me pull up i think they're not going to do anything honestly yeah i've said you had go ahead and give your opinion yeah okay um i think knowing this front office i don't think they're going to make a move i feel they're just going to stick it out probably see you know if they make the play make the playoffs great they develop their their young guys but i i really doubt they're going to make a move if they make a move i would be surprised but if they made a move it would probably be like a minor move probably get rid of like bench players or something like brad or eric pascal or something like that but nothing like too major um, regards of like Kelly Uber or Wiggins, I feel like those two might stay. Who knows? But I may be wrong. But you know, there's been a long list of players. Um, we can get we're gonna get into that, but you know, it's just you know, they got the Warriors got interest in this person. Oh, there's been talks with this uh, this team about this person, so it's just like we gotta wait and see. But for these players, I'm kind of intrigued to see how would they would fit if the Warriors decide to trade for them. So, Zach. You got some names that we can talk about? All right, so the first name, I think we've discussed it earlier on the podcast. Um, A guy who Kendrick Perkins thinks that if the Warriors acquire him, that the Warriors will be instant contenders next year. But I do not know what Kendrick Perkins is actually on. I'd love to see what it is, but Victor Oladipo um, has been uh, pushed around uh, surrounding the Warriors uh, there was a source saying that apparently the Warriors front office made a move or asked what his asking price was, and the Rockets think that they can finesse some teams and say that Victor Oladipo is worth. You have to, if you want Victor Oladipo, you're gonna have to trade a first round pick or two first round picks and a young player. So for the Warriors, that probably mean a first round pick and James Wiseman, and I think if. Bob Myers heard that he would hang up the phone right away. So I don't think that's happening. I think Victor Oladipo has gained a lot of interest from Miami and uh, what's the other team that was there? Uh, and I think it was just Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think the Oladipo trade maybe can help. I don't know if it would help in the short term at all because 
I mean, he's been injury prone. I mean, I don't remember the last time he had a really healthy season. Maybe it was in Indiana. I don't know if I'm wrong there, but um, I really doubt if, because Oladipo's on an expiring contract. He's a free agent in this offseason. So I really, really doubt that he would want to stay, especially since that Clay's coming back. Oladipo would be coming off the bench. So I really yeah, doubt there's I don't a think, fit there. Yeah, I don't think it's like D'Angelo Russell. I don't think it's a great fit whatsoever. I mean, I guess it's a fills a need. The Warriors don't really have a secondary primary ball hander on this team. Um, so I I personally don't think the Warriors will be looking at Victor Oladipo. I mean, they could. They could prove me wrong. And I think there's been a lot of talks within Warriors Twitter and um, sources to different news outlets that cover the Warriors saying that um, what was I gonna say? I lost my train of thought. Man. Yeah, they they were like interested or something yeah. in the Oladipo. No, man, that, I lost my train of thought. That that is. Yeah, it's, right. it's the worst sometimes. Yeah, all right. I think we'll just uh, I'll come back to it if I think of it. Um, so, I'm, I've been hearing Bogdan Bogdanovich. Um, you know, I heard uh, like <laughs> I don't know what the source yeah. was, but I heard Warriors were interested in Bogdan Bogdanovich. Um, it does make sense on a fit standpoint. You get a shooter, um, you got a playmaker, a shooting guard, um, who can run. I don't know. I, I haven't watched a lot of Bogdan Bogdanovich, Zach, but if you want to touch on him, I think it would make sense. I think Atlanta oh, it, would. Yeah, it would make total especially, sense. It's a guy who can shoot the ball. Yeah. Yeah. And the Warriors. I think that's what especially that. they need. And I think earlier this offseason, he was part of Atlanta's big spend big spend fest where they paid a lot of free agents some big time money. So I don't think he'll be a rental. I think he could be a big piece for the bench. And that's what I was going with that. A lot of people within the Warriors, Twitter and news outlets that cover the Warriors, most likely the Warriors. So don't be surprised to all the Warriors fans who are listening that Kelly Oubre could be moved by Thursday. I think it's a big possibility, yeah, but I'm I think not sure. You're going after a guy like Bogdan Bogdanovich and Lonzo Ball, whose name is always floated around with going to the Warriors since early February. I think the first report out was that they trade Kelly Oubre first round pick or second round pick for one of those two guys. Um, yeah, so don't be surprised if Kelly Oubre's moved. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, and I think I, I do like the yeah. fit, though. I do like the fit of Bogdan Bogdanovich. Um, I don't know what Atlanta's asking price would be, but um, probably I don't want to speculate, but probably if they had to, it would be Ubre, Pascal, and maybe picks. Probably one pick just to get Bogdan Bogdanovich. I think it's a good. I guess it would be a good way to get some sort of asset for the future. Um, I like, I do like the move if they do it um, just depends on what they give up, but uh, moving on from Bogdan, um, I was hearing Aaron Gordon as a name. Uh, I don't know, even know if the Warriors are still even pursuing Aaron Gordon, but I heard, na- I heard like rumors about, you know, Warriors being interested in Aaron Gordon. I don't know Zach, I think if that would work. Yeah, I think it's still, I, I think they're still, I think it's still around that they're interested. Um, I don't know if it would even work. 
I don't know. The Warriors have had talks with Orlando Magic about a trade for Aaron Gordon, according to according to Warriors Wire. I don't know who their source is, but um, I yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a little far fetched. Yeah, a little sketchy that you're gonna bring in a power one, forward, a one big man when you just drafted James Wiseman, the big man of the future, and then you have Draymond Green. You're basically just telling him that you're probably going to be coming off the bench. And I don't think, and I think he's made it clear that he wants to be traded to a contending team. I mean, the Warriors currently aren't contending because they're not chasing wins, but (laughs) I mean, you're getting the opportunity to play with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. I mean, I think that's, you'll be contending next year once the front office um, makes some big time moves. Um, Hopefully, at least. Yeah, um, you know, just gotta make a move. I really doubt Aaron Gordon is a is on the Warriors' thoughts right now. I feel like if they're gonna trade, they're gonna be trading for guard wing depth. Um, yeah. that's probably it. Um, speaking of wing depth, um, you know, we, you know, the Lonzo Ball thing. Um, it's been on Warriors rumors. Uh, you know, it's just been that speculation where Lonzo would be traded. Cause I don't think Lonzo even played tonight against the Lakers. So that would, that would, you know, give an indication that, you know, Lonzo would probably be moved um, before the trade deadline, just no matter of where Uh, I've heard Clippers, I've heard Chicago um, Warriors obviously would have been one Um, Zach. I I don't know. Like Lonzo would make sense on this team, but I don't know. Back on Aaron Gordon, uh, according to NBA central. Uh, the Boston Celtics are considered the front runners to trade for Aaron Gordon. Oh. And Danny Ainge is out here making moves, making the Boston fans interesting happy. Um, I mean, it'd probably be a good fit for Boston as they've struggled all year. Um, and they have the benefit of having two first round picks on the table for Aaron Gordon, according to NBA Ooh. Central. Interesting. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts I'd, on the Lonzo Ball one? I I think Lonzo would be a great fit for the Warriors. Um, thing is, would he stay after after this season though? I That's doubt that. Highly doubt it. There's a. I think I read something on Twitter from uh, one of the NBA outlets saying that he wants twenty million a year. Don't Ooh. think the Warriors would be willing to give him twenty million a year. I don't think for Lonzo. Yeah, I don't think he's. No way. Look, let me look that up real quick. Let me check there's my no, sources. There's no way. There's no way Lonzo's worth twenty million. I don't want to be mean, but I don't think he is worth twenty million, in my opinion. Here we go. Here but, we go. Here we go. Where is it? Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if they would be trading for a guy who would be a free agent this off season. I really don't think they would trade yeah, for someone exactly. who's a free agent this yeah. off season. I really don't. Because if there's no point of trading for yep. someone in who's a Bonzo free agent, Ball seeking twenty million Killio- annually oh. in free agency. Oh no, nah. there's no uh uh-uh. uh. So that means he won't be staying if, if he were to <laughs> yeah, be traded. No, nah, because I think the Warriors front office has a lot of decisions to make as Clay comes back and they're going to offer Steph big money to stay. And I think, like we said on the episode of Carlos, if the Warriors have this season again i don't think steph's interested in staying whatsoever i don't think he wants to go through this again so they're gonna 
would not they be have surprised. to go all in. Yeah, we're not be surprised to... if Bob Myers tries to go all in without getting rid of James Wiseman. Or I think, I think at the very least, they're trying not to get rid of James Wiseman. Um, but at the same time, going all in. So, um, yeah, I don't think Lonzo Ball is. They're going to pursue him if he wants twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, I, I tell don't you, think Bray, so. uh, we wants go, twenty million too. Wants twenty million dollars a year, and I think, and the Warriors aren't willing to pay him that. And I think, once the offseason hits, I think the Warriors will be looking to move Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, that's just that's um, just my opinion. I don't have yeah. any sources on that. That's just my opinion. I have a heavy feeling that they're going to try to do that. Yeah, I think the biggest probability like the highest probability of more is making a trade it's probably going to be for someone who has like you know a multi-year contract um probably if there are teams out there who want to get rid of certain contracts and just want to take on expiring um i think they're going to be those teams that are going to be listening i don't know who's out there that's on the market um but the like those guys like bogdan bogdanovich that would be kind of enticing um, probably to Atlanta maybe because I don't know what Atlanta's situation is because I think Bogdan was injured in January I think so I don't know how that all would work out but it would be interesting but then again I really don't know what they're even trying to do with the war the Warriors front office just I don't even know if they even want to make a trade they're just they're just throwing up smoke like oh we're, we're interested in trading but I don't even think they're going to make a move honestly that's just been my whole thing Zach, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, wouldn't be surprised everyone's if they just stay put. Make a move. Or... Everyone's expecting them to make a move. Honestly, like yeah. you've seen on Warriors Twitter, everyone's yeah, expecting them to make a move. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they trade Kelly Oubre. I think with how this year went, and with what they have in the future coming up this offseason, I think. Bob Myers may get aggressive and they may make a move, but I think they're they may make a move. Just tried to tell to Steph please that Warriors we're going to go all in. Yeah, that we're going to offer you big money this off season. We're going to get another star to help you, Clay and Draymond, and we're going to go all in. And I think they're trying to go all in without moving Wiseman. But I wouldn't. I just don't see them trying to get rid of Wiseman if it, unless it's. Giannis Antetokounmpo and Joel Embiid. Yeah, that's what they said, right? Yeah. I think they said think they were trying to get rid of all James without getting James without getting rid of James Wiseman because I think they love him so much, and sometimes it seems like they love him more than Steph Curry. But yeah, <laughs> I would not be surprised if they make a move, um, get rid of Kelly Oubre, or trade some picks for a. Young player who has some potential. Um, I'd be disappointed if they stayed put, but I. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't yeah, be disappointed, honestly, but not surprised. I honestly don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like a fifty-fifty. Like we don't, we think they're not going to do it, but we think they're going to make a move. So it's just literally, it's up in the air. Wait to see like if they make a move or not. So we just kind of have to wait till. Thursday. I don't know what the time the trade deadline is on Thursday, but we just kind of have to wait and see. Yeah, who knows? You could just wake up tomorrow morning and get a tweet from 
Shams or Woj from, from Woj and say that Bradley Beal is going to the Golden State Warriors. Like, holy <laughs> smokes, man. I pray to God. I hope that happens, but I don't think any of the I don't think the Warriors trying to get us another star on that team won't happen to the offseason if they try to do that. Which yeah, I better hope agreed. They do. Agreed. All right. <laughs> Sorry. You're good. All right. So that will conclude episode number 27 of Catching Dubs podcast. Um Warriors trade deadline this week. We'll see what happens. Um, do the Warriors stay put? Do they make a move? Who knows? Um, make sure you tuned in to see what the Warriors do. Uh, check us out on our socials on Instagram and Catching Those Pod and on Twitter at Dubs Pod. And we appreciate all you for listening and catch you on the next episode with a hopefully revamped Warriors team, which I highly <laughs> doubt, but that's my uh, optimism kicking in. <laughs> you know, it's always good to stay optimistic. Thanks, y'all. See y'all later.